Welcome to ChamberCast, the Billings Chamber of Commerce's podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Pennington. At this point, we have talked about the Downtown Tax Increment Finance District and the South Billings Urban Renewal District. So now it's time we talked about the East Billings Urban Renewal District, or eBird for short. My guest this week is Zach Terakitis, the director of the eBird, here to get us all up to speed. Thank you so much for joining us today, Zach. You bet. Thanks for having me. All right. So for our listeners and for me, who are unfamiliar with this topic, could you please introduce yourself and explain to our listeners what the East Billings Urban Renewal District is? You bet. My name is Zach Terakitis. I've been the director of the East Billings Urban Renewal District for just under two years. The east part of town in 2006, a group of property owners came together and developed the BIRD, the Billings Industrial Revitalization District, to help start cleaning up that part of town. What part of town is that? Uh, the east side, boot moving from 27th, well, our district technically is from 22nd around the Billings Food Bank, out to the Metra. Oh, okay. And from North Park down to the railroad tracks. So it's a pretty rectangular okay. area. And yeah. so that's the east part of town. Hence the East Billings Urban Renewal District, which is the actual tax increment finance district. So oh, that's the it. boundaries. Okay. And then the BIRD is the organization that manages that through a relationship with the city. So they manage it in what does that look like? What does that mean? You guys manage it. So there, there was a growth uh, a master plan that was put together in 2009, and that was with Big Sky Economic Development, the the Bird, which mm-hmm. are the group of property owners in the city of Billings, to say how do we address blight in this particular neighborhood? Okay. And so there was a master plan set out, mm-hmm. and so my job and the board of directors that we have follow that master plan to try to make improvements in the neighborhood. Can you tell us about some of the things that you've already done? Um, there's been a lot done. I mean, all the infrastructure in that neighborhood has been redone in the last mm-hmm. five years. Okay. Interesting is that all of the stormwater from Rocky Mountain College on 17th mm-hmm. all the way to the Metra flows into the Yellowstone River at the corner of our neighborhood. So at one oh. point, the flooding that took place over there was incredible. So infrastructure is a real big key for mm-hmm. us is getting places ready for private business owners to come in and start okay. making changes in yeah. that neighborhood. So infrastructure projects. We've had uh, large projects like the First Interstate Bank Operations Center, the GSA building, Mm -hmm. a lot of larger pieces there. And now we're starting to see some smaller incremental projects come on board as well. Cool. So you have a really exciting project to talk about. Redevelopment usually happens one lot at a time, but you're looking at redeveloping several blocks at once. Can you tell us about that project? What's it going to look like when it's complete? So currently, uh, we came across a concept. Uh, one of the mas- one of the goals of master plan is to attract like industries into one area. So there's shared resources and innovations that come through that. Well, there's a process across the globe actually mm-hmm. called innovation districts. And instead okay. of a master planning an entire city, it's master planning small again small incremental mm-hmm. growth to bring an industry. So our innovation district concept is a four block concept that we started out with energy and agriculture as our two primary industries where wet labs, transportation, Mm -hmm. um, a variety of resources can be put into one location and be used by multiple groups Mm -hmm. as opposed to just a singular headquarters of one business. It's it's shared businesses Mm -hmm. or shared space that all the businesses can use to kind of be innovative about their products. So right. like an entrepreneurial space almost. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's the concept. So we've talked to everyone, our medical facilities, agriculture, energy, and just said, what are the needs that we have? And we're currently going through an audit system to identify 
who would actually fit well in these spaces. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of people interested on the building side. We're just trying to identify who, who needs those resources in Billings. Okay. Awesome. And then isn't AG Collective in that area? You bet. Are AG, they- yep. She opened up about nine months ago yeah, and she's and she, in the bird. She's on she first. She has kind of that same idea that it's this collective space where you can come in and kind of bring people in, rent the space and do collaborative work, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say it's it's more of a shared workspace concept oh, okay. where this is more of a shared industrial oh, compound yeah. that, okay, that yeah. people are bringing teams of people yeah. from their industry into yeah. to start making changes. So Pittsburgh, St. Louis are, are kind of the mm-hmm. cities we're modeling off of right now okay. and they attract massive amounts of R&D dollars mm-hmm. into an mm-hmm. area. So once again, we're just trying to figure out which industries would fit and work well there right. and working with both universities to try mm-hmm. to, you know, again, That's engage exciting. students. It has been recepted well by everybody. Yeah. So yeah. Recently. Is there a certain area in the eBird space that you're looking at? Well, we were able to identify four contiguous blocks where the property owners are very open to the idea mm-hmm. and, and they could all use redevelopment on those lots. It doesn't have to happen in that location, but mm-hmm. we were able to take and put out some drawings of here's a concept and this is what it could look like. Uh, here's where it could be located to mm-hmm. get people to start to be able to see the potential. It, it could land in other areas. We have a lot of available land in our district. Right. And so we're hoping that, that you know, once we find the right yeah. industries to fill it, it'll yeah, land where it needs to. Yeah. So how does TIFF work with eBert? Like how do those things connect for our listeners who still maybe don't understand. TIFF. Yeah. TIFF, TIFF can be complicated, but it's, it's similar than, than what you've probably heard in, in downtown and in the Espera. We have different urban renewal plans, which mm-hmm. are set forth by the city with groups, other groups that can participate, but the mechanism is, is a state driven tool. I mean, it's, it's mandated by state law. So mm-hmm. we we're pretty clear on how we have to operate. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't vary. That part does not vary from okay. district to district. In eBird, it really comes back to that master plan. We all have X amount of funds that can mm-hmm. go towards incentivizing these types of development yeah. in the neighborhood. So cool. Yeah. You mentioned something when we were chatting before we actually turned the mics on about something that you guys are working on around North Park. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we've we, one big challenge we've had in the east eastern neighborhood is just dealing with crime and, and some mm-hmm. of the issues that the whole community is dealing yeah. with. So we've tried to identify ways to to deal with that. One of the great projects that came, we received a $25,000 Bloomberg Foundation grant. Oh, we were wow. one of 26 cities across the country to receive that grant. Cool. Congrats. An, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. But we were we felt good about it because <laughs> because of the unique feature of the rims that yeah. runs along the city, you can look into our neighborhood from the rims. So mm-hmm. we have artwork. It's called the Asphalt Art Project. Mm-hmm. On the east and west sides, we okay. will be painting an entire block on the street. And then on the intersections on the north side of North Park, We'll also be painting the intersections to get people across safely. And the goal is so to... Wait, you're actually painting the the road, the, the street. Oh, yep. and the sidewalks or not the sidewalks? Nope, not the sidewalks. Just the street. They, around the intersections on the, the north side, two intersections. Okay, but yeah. then the full streets in between the Head Start program and yeah. the North Park Community Center. Yeah. And then on the opposite side oh, right there as well. That's really cool. So we have three local artists who uh-huh. applied that were just approved. We met with them for on Friday. And so this summer... In mid-August, you'll see the installation and a celebration party, oh, and that's cool. it's going to be pretty awesome because yeah. you'll be able to interact interact with it right there at North Park, but then also be able to see it from the rims. 
Now, is this artwork going to be something that has to be updated? Like I'm assuming people are going to be driving on this. Is there a way to preserve it so that I don't know how that works? Yeah. Well, most of these projects are planned for a two or three year lifespan and then you can redo them. So we will be maintaining them through that three year period. But then after that, we'll hopefully get to redo it. That's really cool. Um, Did you... I felt like you were connecting this to public safety in the beginning when we just started talking about it. So what is that connection? Make that connection for people. Well, we know that the crime moves around and crime is in locations where people can get away with it. Mm -hmm. And so if you can activate spaces well Mm -hmm. with populations of people who are enjoying it in a positive way, that'll hopefully push out some of the other issues in that area. And we know North Park needs some of that right Mm -hmm. now. And there's a lot of other investment. North Park will see uh, Wi-Fi, a new play area going or the oh, wow. brand new play area going in. They've got a new pavilion going in this year. So North Park's going to see a lot of yeah. work. So that neighborhood will be able to really enjoy that. That's Plus fun. we hope that with those improvements, you know, you'll see mm-hmm. less people doing what they shouldn't be yes. doing yeah. in and near and around the park. So. It's crazy to me how well that works. Like the sixth Avenue underpass and the artwork there. Yep. And there's several pieces around town that just, it just deters all kinds of activity and that it doesn't get tagged. It's crazy to me. It does not get tagged. There's oh, a lot of respect for, yeah. for people's abilities. And That's so I really think people cool. do that. Yep. As one of the priorities of you and eBird of addressing public safety, are there any other things that you guys are doing besides the North Park project to tackle that? So one of the big things that happened is we, the, the first step was identifying, you know, where are the crime centers in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and the lazy KT motel mm-hmm. um, was a TIF project where mm-hmm. local business owners realized we yeah. talked to the owner, they said it was available for sale. Local property owners banded together and bought the property and TIF was used to demo, mm-hmm. do all the demo yeah. work on that property to make sure that it was gone because what it's a been cool collaboration collaboration <laughs> between all these business owners it, that is so cool it was great it was great and very important and, and we've seen oh. a huge turn on the, in the crime in that mm-hmm. that neighborhood because of it in addition we have a, a project green light which is a relatively new project where we're trying to get property owners to use their own infrastructure of cameras and lights mm-hmm. and they can do a septet evaluation through the chamber mm-hmm. the downtown and then if they add um, lighting or cameras as part of their plan yeah. then we can reimburse them up to a certain amount. Oh, and, right. And yeah, that's hopefully cool. everybody can start using that to inform our police department a little bit better. Yeah, about what's I mean, I am a little biased because SEPTED is such a cool project that the chamber does. And Jack's <laughs> chuckling over there because he does all the work for SEPTED. He right. is a total rock star. But uh, if you want any information about it, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, oh, I don't know what that is, or I want an evaluation, just contact the chamber or we can put it in the show notes too, so you can find it. But that's really cool. And you get reimbursed for some of that stuff. You bet. That's so cool. Is there anything about um, eBird that I didn't ask you that you want to make sure that you want to talk about that our listeners might want to know? Well, I think like all of Billings in Montana, you know, there's a lot of excitement about what's going on and there's a lot of growth happening and, and all the challenges were there. We're seeing the same thing. I mean, we're mm-hmm. seeing a lot of investment come into the neighborhood. Yeah. And I think in the next 18 months, there's going to be a lot of large projects announced mm-hmm. and small ones. Yeah. But they're all very close to each other. Yeah. And so there's a lot of life and vitality coming out of the investment going into the neighborhood. So, so are these out of state investment? Is this, is it a, as a combination? Like, it's Who are these people that are, are they seeing yeah. this and going, okay, we see massive potential in Billings as a whole or just this project? Like, how is this happening? 
I think it's a combination, but I think it's the, there's groups of people that understand the value of in-town development mm-hmm. because the infrastructure exists. Yeah. So it's costing our city less dollars, yep. but I think they just see the in-town land puts you in proximity with a lot of other people, mm-hmm. a lot of other businesses. Yeah. And so we're seeing large national companies, a lot of local, both investors, developers, mm-hmm. and you know, the project like the Rimrock Foundation will yeah. be going in our neighborhood, which yeah. is a $26 million medical facility. Yeah, so cool. it's very, yeah, it's, it's a really nice mix of things, mm-hmm. which I think will um, help kind of advance the goals of the district. So anything else you want to say? I mean, I feel like I'm not quite sure what to ask, but I know that you're full of things to say about Ebert. Yeah, I, I think it's a great neighborhood in the sense that uh, more people are recognizing that this is an extension of downtown. Yes. And the, way back when mm-hmm. it was the east side of town mm-hmm. and there wasn't anything past it. So nope. it was the industrial neighborhood. Yep. There are a lot of legacy businesses in the neighborhood mm-hmm. that will continue to operate there. Yeah. But I think we're going to see it as a, as a new place for housing because it's in town. Mm-hmm. So you can have a diversified type of housing. With North Park developing, I think that the relationship yeah. we have with the North Park neighborhood, it, it's just going to be a great place for a lot of people who want that kind of in-town living so they can hop mm-hmm. in their car on the weekends and take off yeah. and, you know, they haven't driven all week. So it's, it's not a big It's going to change the whole fabric of, yeah, it's super so. cool. I mean, I've lived here my whole life and we started talking about, you know, this stuff happening in that area. And I was like, what? That's where no mm. one goes there. But everybody, everybody goes there. They just drive they just through there. They drive really through it quickly. on their way to other places. Exactly. And now that won't happen anymore. Yeah, so that's really so. cool. Awesome. Okay. So at the end of every podcast, we like to do what's called the Rorschach question. So I'm going to ask you three questions and you have not been prepped on these. And then you just give me your very first response. I'll let you think about it for a hot second, but then yeah, just give us your answer. So the first question is, what are you most excited about in East Billings? I would say the summer because with the art installation, the bird bash, which we didn't talk about. So keep an eye out for that, which is a, we're bringing back our big summer party. And oh, Red Ox, we should have talked about that. Yes, it is. It'll be great. So summertime is going to be really exciting. There's a okay. lot of projects happening that are going to kind of light things up this summer. Okay. But now you have to tell us about the e, the e-bird bash. So the bird bash is at Red Ox this year. It'll be a weekend of music and events and oh, food okay, trucks. Cool. And it's kind of a combination of Oxfest, which yeah. has went on for yeah. seven years. Yeah. And the bird bash has been going on for about 10 years. And okay. so- We've, we've merged those together and we have some pretty dynamite talent coming from out of state, but also a lot of local artists that'll be playing and, uh, yeah, it'll be a two day event. It's like in what time of the summer? Uh, That will be July. Okay, cool. 24th and 25th. That's exciting. All right. Okay. Second question. What is the biggest setback you've had to overcome in your professional life? I, I don't, I wouldn't say setback, but probably challenge, maybe. slowing is that being married to somebody in medicine, we have moved a lot. Oh, so we yeah. left Montana and we were gone for a decade and it was Atlanta, oh. Denver, Salt Lake. And then we were, we got to come back. So it takes a long time to, well, you, you, you don't always have a linear mm-hmm. tracking of yeah. your career because switching gears a lot. But you came back. We did come back. We couldn't wait. Yeah. Oh, I love to hear that. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Okay. So last question is because the arts is near and dear to my heart. And we touched on this a little bit before we started the podcast. So I want to know as someone who's been in the art space, the art world for a long time, tell us something cool that's coming up or happening or that you're excited about in that realm that could get our listeners jazzed about. 
you know, the arts and culture happening in Billings and me, because I want to know. Well, I, I think there's just a, a lot of investment coming in both music and fine art collaborations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had a couple of discussions in the last few months of people who want to have shared space that would include studios and galleries yeah. and, and they're kicking around which neighborhoods go, those go into. And then with Redox event lawn and you know when pub station opens there mm-hmm. half a block new yeah. 2500 person event yeah the music scene is is strong here anyway mm-hmm. with our local musicians but i think that's going to grow as well so i think we're in a phase right now mm-hmm. where things are just getting rebuilt yeah. and post-covid i think a lot of folks are yeah. going to come out with chances to interact with that in a better way so and a new director at yellowstone art museum and she's pretty pretty dynamite yeah that's cool i'm gonna put you on the spot until Mm. you ask you one last question say is there anything (laughs) in the arts arena that you're working on that you could tell us about i just want to know i just want to know we are still Trying to find ways to support our local artists through okay, events and shows <laughs> and some, yeah, I, I wish I had a more specific, but it feels like the summer yeah. is also going to be a time for that to come back. Okay. Well, I'm going to be excitedly waiting <laughs> and watching for all these things that you're not telling me. <laughs> awesome. Well, we really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come talk to us. And yeah, thanks. Thanks you for bet. just educating us on eBird. So you bet. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you to Zach for joining us today. And thank you to Jack Genoway for producing. If you would like to advertise with us, suggest a topic, ask a question, please feel free to email us at podcast at billingschamber.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Chambercast wherever you get your podcasts because there's something here for everyone.